Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Hi there, welcome to the program. My name is Shola Adio. Welcome to episode 20 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I'm sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find a spouse. I'll be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. I want to share this prayer with you before we start. And um, please make this your daily prayer. Uh, This prayer can be found in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verses 17 and 18. It says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that you will grant unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of yourself the eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we may know what is the hope of our calling and what the riches of the glory of our inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us word who believe according to the working of your mighty power in the name of jesus lord help me to communicate with your people today with clarity with accuracy and with power in the name of jesus christ amen Uh, last episode i spoke about the involvement of the holy spirit in bringing about the manifestation of answers to our prayers and answers to the things that uh, we're believing god for and i shared last week that one major way of getting the holy spirit involved in what you are believing god for is by praying in tongues praying in the holy ghost and we went through a number of scriptures that um were able to show us that we actually don't know the details about everything that we're praying about or everything that we're asking God for, but the Holy Spirit is able, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is able to help us to pray correctly, not only to pray correctly, but to also help our infirmities. Help our infirmities means that to take hold together with us against our infirmities. And the word infirmities there has to do with shortcomings. Shortcomings, you know, like you you don't know enough about something that is a shortcoming but the holy spirit helps you out of that shortcoming now this may all sound like big grammar to you but let me break it down for you now you're believing god for a spouse so what exactly is the shortcoming that the holy spirit is helping you to overcome i'll give you one one of them is that you are believing god for a spouse and um, someone is going to approach you for a relationship or maybe or you are going to approach somebody for a relationship or both of you are going to approach yourselves for a relationship now consider a case where you're a lady you're believing god uh you i mean you're serving god faithfully and you're believing god for a man to come across your way a godly man that will start a relationship with you and hope to get married with you now what if the man approaching you is a fraud now the holy spirit will help you um not to go along with that man the holy spirit will help you to recognize such a person because you don't know that is 
a, that is an infirmity that is a i mean that is a shortcoming you don't have a clue who this person is and when they are speaking right in front of you you don't even have a single clue whether they are telling the truth or they are not speaking the truth i mean i just had a testimony coming for me it was an awesome testimony very awesome testimony i am proud of it and i will shout it everywhere now this is um one of my very close friends, my very good daughter, and um, a man approached her for a relationship. And um, she, he, I mean, this man sounded really all good, sounded Christian, mentioned the name of his church. And then one day, this man just sent her a post um, on one of the uh, networks. I won't tell you what it is, like a private post. And in this private post, the man said, look, um, actually, I just thought I should confess to you that... I am actually married with two kids. I hope uh, this is not going to upset you. <laughs> Come on. Are you joking? The lady was upset and um, she immediately, I mean, called off all discussions and everything. Said, Look, I don't want to be involved in an affair with a married man. Now, seriously, that is an awesome testimony. And that is what the Holy Spirit will do for you. So this lady has been believing God. She's been believing God. Her faith is out to God for a spouse. And this man stepped in as an impostor, pretending to be an answer to the sister's prayer. But what the Holy Spirit did, because this lady knew nothing about nothing. Do you get it? She knew nothing about about nothing about what this guy was doing but the holy spirit was able to push and to press the guy i mean how do you make such a confession to a lady if it is not god it can only be god i mean how do you i mean fair enough even if the guy was about to be caught he would have just run away and just vanished but to for you to come back and Tell the lady that, look, actually, I just wanted to confess to you that. I mean, it, it's just like you stealing two million from a shop and then go to the shop and tell the owners of the shop that, actually, I came to confess to you that I stole two million from your shop. I mean, how does that sound? Crazy. Very crazy, man. So, I mean, so you, you look at this now. This has to be the Holy Spirit. And these are the sort of things that the Holy Spirit will do for you. These are the sort of things that the Holy Spirit will do for you. I mean, the sister cannot possibly boast now that this is my ability that this is my smartness no this was the holy spirit at work that's why it is important for you to pray in tongues pray in the holy spirit and the holy spirit just begin to level things out for you the things that are not supposed to be around you the holy spirit will expose them the holy spirit will show you those things and everything will become clear to you and you see even the lady knew nothing about nothing but the holy spirit knew that an imposter was talking to this lady and the holy spirit was able to push that guy into revealing himself i mean how does that happen that only had to be the holy spirit seriously look whatever you do make sure that the holy spirit is involved in what you are believing god for or else you are going to suffer and you're going to cry not in the kind of society that we have today in nigeria i mean if you see what's going on now married men are disguising in nigeria today married men are disguising 
as divorcees or as single people in order to con women who are believing God for a marital relationship into fake relationships. I mean, this is happening not once, not twice, not thrice have I heard about such cases. It's getting rampant now and they are these guys are having a field day simply because there are women out there who are desperate and who are not relying on the help of the Holy Spirit to help them to discern and to sift out the wheat, I mean, our chaff from the wheat and so that they can know what is real and what is not real. So it is very important. The aspect of the Holy Spirit is very, very important. Now, today's gist really is something it's like as i was you know ruminating over what we shared last week and make sure you get a copy of uh, last week's message very powerful now as i was ruminating um on it the lord now brought me back again to something very major and something very core that um i used to hear a lot um in christian circles and that is this statement called um heaven helps those who helps them help themselves i've heard so-called christians you know utter the statement and this statement is i mean at i mean to put it very politely is a fallacy i mean it's completely ludicrous heaven helps only i mean those who help themselves now that is the surest way the surest way of making a shipwreck of your faith and i'm really going to break this down i'm going to show you two examples of people who worked in that um um, in that philosophy of heaven helping those who help themselves and they made a big mess of things you will make a big mess of things if you walk and um, embrace that philosophy of heaven helps those who help themselves someone even asked me a question he said so if you now say that we should believe god so we just you just sit down there and do nothing well, if it means you do nothing, then you do nothing. Because on a number of occasions, your fingers will mess up what the fingers of God are doing in your life. And your faith in God may have to be proven by you sitting down and doing nothing on the outside and all you are doing on the inside is that you are thanking god on a daily basis you are worshiping god on a daily basis and you are speaking words of power words of faith words of expectation on a daily basis until the holy spirit shows you and prompts you either consciously or unconsciously to do something to take an action that will guarantee the delivery of your miracle but until the holy spirit prompts you and you know gingers you to do something my advice to you is to sit down and do nothing on the outside or else you will make a big mess of things do you understand and this is what we're going to be looking into um as um as this um episode uh progresses now if you have your bibles with you turn with me to um genesis chapter 16 i'll start reading from verse 1 now this had to do with abraham when he was still believing god for a child now sarah abraham's wife bare him no children and she had an handmaid an egyptian whose name was hagar and sarah said unto abraham behold now the lord hath restrained me from bearing that is not true that is a lie the lord did not restrain her they were still believing god for a manifestation i pray thee go in unto my maid it may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abraham hearkened to the voice of Sarah, 
and Sarah, Abraham's wife, took Agar, her maid, the Egyptian. And after Abraham had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband Abraham to be his wife, and he went in unto Agar. So that means Abraham had sex with Agar, and she conceived. Abraham, uh, Agar got pregnant, and when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. So we see here that these people implemented the principle of heaven helps those who help themselves they had believed god they didn't know what next to do um, they didn't know what next thing to do and what sarah decided to do was to help god was to help herself because they felt that god was already too late that god was already too late was to now come up with their own personal strategies which was that okay if i'm not going to make a child um i mean because we think god is too late um let me now give you my house girl and then go into my house girl and then conceive a child and then at least uh it will be on record that um you actually have a child we'll continue from here after the break Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Welcome back. Now we left off um, after reading Genesis chapter 16 verses 1 to 4 where we saw that Sarah took matters into, into her own hands and uh, presented abraham with a um a house girl and um, asked abraham to sleep with a house girl or you know marry her or whatever and sleep with her so that um she can make a child now uh, we all know the rest of the story that um Eger gave birth to a child called ishmael uh, ishmael and um eventually sarah also uh, gave birth to a child called Isaac. So now we have two children operating in the house of Abraham. We had one child that was produced through a manipulation of things and we have another child that was produced through the manifestation of the spirit so there are two ways in which you can produce something in your life you can either produce it through the manipulation of the flesh or through the manifestation of the spirit so the question we're asking now is how are you going about your life how are you going about producing stuff in your life are you going about producing it through the manipulation of the flesh or through the manifestation of the spirit that is the big question that we need to answer here but here we can see the fallout we will be able to see in galatians chapter 4 verses 22 to 24 it says for it is written that abraham had two sons so we see here now that it is well documented that abraham had two sons but one thing you need to realize that those two sons were not the same they were not the same they were several levels apart and i'll see and i'll prove that to you from the scripture genesis chapter 4 verses 22 to 24 it says the one by a bond made so one was produced by a slave a house girl and the other by a free woman but he who was of the bond woman was born 
after the flesh so we see that the woman the, the child the son that was born of the slave woman hagar the bible says was born after the flesh manipulation of the flesh and but he of the free woman was born by the manifestation of the promise which things are an allegory that's like you know an illustration for these are the two covenants the one from mount sinai which gendereth unto bondage which is hagar did you see that now so what uh paul is saying is that um is that two covenants were made by abraham bearing two children one through a free woman and one through a bond woman and we see that the covenant that was made that the covenant work that was made um through the birth of ishmael the bible says that that covenant is unto bondage so it means that when you manipulate stuff in the flesh you will open yourself up unto eternal bondage you open your well let me not say eternal bondage but you open yourself to perpetual bondage potentially because it is going to come back to bite you and this is what happened um, in within the same house there was a conflict there was a conflict between the bond woman and the free woman so what it means that even if eventually after manipulating stuff in the flesh you still get a manifestation in the spirit the products of the manifestation in this in the spirit in your life will get antagonized by the product of the manipulation of the flesh and that was and that's what we saw that there was antagonism there was an antagonism from the uh from the child of the bond woman and or from the bond woman against the uh, the the free woman all within the house of abraham so we see here that when you manipulate stuff you will produce an ishmael in your life and how do we relate this to believing god for a spouse now what i see today is that ladies are beginning to bend the rules they are getting uh impatient just like Ega got impatient and they are now taking the law and matter into their own hands um, I read a tweet yesterday. It was right there on Open Twitter, so I can talk about it. It's public domain, and this guy uh, narrated a tweet where a lady told a guy. I mean, was I mean, she was going to go into a relationship with this guy, and she told the guy plainly that um, I mean, we don't do, we are not going to do sex, and we're going to uh, follow the laws of chastity, obey the laws of chastity because we are Christians, right? And then the tweet went on to say that when the man revealed that he was working in chevron chevron is a very large oil organization in nigeria and if you work in chevron i'm definitely you are not a poor person you've crossed the poverty barrier you are a very rich person i mean people working in chevron are the people that people in nigeria want, ladies in nigeria want to marry so so when the guy revealed that he was working in chevron the lady now said man let us do sex now how do you explain that why because she wanted them to do sex in order to secure this man for uh, a perpetual relationship that will lead on to marriage and she felt that the best way to secure this man was to quickly put sex on the table so that she can quickly bind him into a covenant that will lead on to marriage so you see here now that women are beginning to take things um, into their own hands because of the desperate apparently desperate uh, situation that they are faced with so women are now ready to do things and to bend the rules and in order to get things done so once you begin to do that then you are manipulating stuff and people in order to manipulate are now 
putting up statements like heaven helps those who help themselves it is not a scripture heaven helps those who help themselves is not in the bible it was formed by people who lack faith it was formed by people who do not understand the faith of god and they were formed by that statement was formed by desperate people who were who were in a hurry and in a haste to be blessed without following the sequence of god so you see here that you can be believing god for something and it is possible if you yield to the pressure of your environment to the pressure of your parent for you to bend the rules and to begin and to do stuff that you are not supposed to do i mean agar got abraham to do stuff that he was not supposed to do and they ended up with a conflict in their home they ended up with an ishmael and they ended up with an isaac they ended up with an ishmael that was antagonistic against the will of god and the will of god was isaac ishmael was Never, ever the will of God. Ishmael was a, a product of the manifestation, uh, a manipulation of the flesh. I mean, Ishmael was never, ever, ever the will of God. Now, we're going to read, uh, go on and read um, Genesis chapter 25 as we begin to round up. We're going to look into the example of yet another person who bent the rules because he was too desperate um, to wait for the timing of God. It was uh, more like he was not ready to follow through the sequence of the spirit. So, he decided to manipulate in the flesh. Uh, Genesis chapter 25 verses 29 to 34. I'll quickly read that. And Jacob sought pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? And that is what people are doing today. They are believing God for something, and they think that, Oh, okay, because I have not seen it, and I am about to die, what profit is it for me to hold out? in holiness and to hold out in righteousness and they just give in to whatever uh, indecent proposal that is um, extended to them and they sell their birthright in God all simply because they want to show to the world that something great has happened to them and Jacob said swear to me this day and he swore unto him and he sold his birthright unto Jacob then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way and Esau thus Esau despised his birthright now whatever you are believing God for with due respect to you whatever you are believing God for is too small compared with heaven seriously why would you despise heaven why would you despise god simply because you just want to receive something earthly that you are believing god for marriages don't even exist in heaven they only exist um, they only exist on the earth when we get to heaven you will stand alone to give account of your life before god and your husband and your wife will not be beside you you will stand and give account alone before god that's to show you how insignificant it is once it, our time is over here on the earth so why would you mess all that up why would you put any i mean why would you despise all that all simply because of an earthly marriage and because you just want to get ahead on the earth today and that is what esau did he sold his despised his birthright all for something temporary marriage is something temporary compared with heaven so why would you despise heaven all because of a simple marriage to a mortal man or a mortal woman and let's read um hebrews 12 16 to 17 the new testament uh 
um, illustration of what happened to Esau. It says, Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. So, I mean, just agreeing to um, premarital sex all because you want to secure a man to marry is like selling your birthright for a morsel of meat. For you know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. I have seen ladies weep bitterly because they have been beaten, they have been abused, all sorts of things have happened to them because they were too desperate. They did not sit down with the sequence of God. They did not involve the Holy Spirit and they gave in to 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 deceitful bozos who just turned up and told them a few lies or flashed uh, some cash before them and you know and they just gave in to several indecent proposals now that is going to happen if you are too desperate and you see these two examples i have quoted here show very clearly that if you despise god or despise the word of god or despise holiness or despise an undefiled bed you will you would indeed suffer greatly on the earth so it is very important very important that as you are believing god you do not taint yourself with the uh with the meat of this world let me read another scripture to help you proverbs chapter 28 verse 20 it says a faithful man shall abound with blessings and he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent so people who are in a hurry are unlikely to be innocent so if you are in a hurry that everything must happen sharp sharp that you pray today that man must turn up tomorrow you will not be innocent definitely you are going to bend some rules you are going to do some things wrong you are going to disobey your conscience you are going to wreck things because you are too much in a hurry now i mean the fact that you are 30 today the fact that you are 30 today is no reason for you to indulge in i mean in in stuff that you are not supposed to indulge in all simply because you want to marry god is never late if god appeared to abraham at 75 and his child came at 100 then i mean who are you at the age of 30 to begin to say that god is too late who are you at the age of 30 to now begin to say that uh, god has not answered you no 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 as long as you recognize the seed of the word of god and you know how to put it into your heart and you are watering it with thanksgiving praise and worship definitely that word is going to produce a great manifestation in your life but don't try to push it don't try to hurry it up don't follow that uh, fallacy on twitter where they say heaven helps those who help themselves and then they begin to go to all kinds of different places to begin to you know in, to begin to um uh, sell their birthright and to begin to do things that they should never do all simply because they want to quickly get a testimony and come and share it in church that's why if you're going to share a testimony with me i will ask you all the questions i should ask you i will ask you to the finest level of detail to be sure that you have not bent the rules or you have not not bent down for you know indecent sexual proposals or simply because you want to come and tell us that you found a man that you want to marry and um, i'll just stop it over here now and uh, i just want to say to you again don't hurry don't push it don't follow that fallacy that says heaven helps those who help themselves it is wrong it is satanic it is not right and it will injure your faith start walking by faith walk walk by faith in god 
operate in thanksgiving praise and worship on a daily basis thank god every day until you see a manifestation of the spirit in your life don't manipulate stuff in the flesh okay and um, i'll see you guys next week Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7 F3CD I repeat 52C7 F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.